Welcome to My Heart Songs podcast number 234. Make it so. How fun is it that the microbiomes of both people and pets who live together become shared? A multicellular extravaganza of different species weaving together their physiological parts. Our thoughts have a similar sharing beyond our own skin. We influence those with whom we come in contact as they do us. Consider memes, those concepts, ideas, or images that spread virally via the Internet, or the magic of the hundredth monkey phenomena. Some Japanese island macaque monkeys began washing their sweet potatoes before eating them, a change which spread throughout the local groups until some critical mass, the so-called hundredth monkey, which somehow then stimulated monkeys on other distant islands to engage in the same behavior. A sudden widespread shift in learning and consciousness. Most of us are familiar with various spheres, the lithosphere, the rocky planetary foundations, the hydrosphere, the water realms, the cryosphere, frozen polar regions, atmosphere and biosphere, all of which have existed since Earth's birthday 4.6 billion years ago. The term technosphere was introduced by an engineer, John Milsom, to describe the realm of technology and its infrastructure, cars, computers, machines, factories, buildings, railways, and all the tech we use to produce food, extract resources, and convert and distribute energy. Technosphere also refers to a 3D model world inhabited by artificial life forms created by web users in 1995, unfortunately still no longer active. There were thousands of creatures in that world, all competing to survive, eating, fighting, mating, evolving, and adapting. Like those technosphere entities, our simple individual human behaviors collectively beget complex social structures, which are often evolving, unpredictable, and open-ended, yet always focused on adapting and surviving through various means of self-sustenance. Yet, like fractals, those similar geometric forms of branching streams, blood vessels, and even trees, there are observable patterns to our behaviors. All of life is self-organizing, dancing between the push and pull of both chaos and stability. The cells on my wrinkled face trace back to my younger face, even to myself as a newborn, fetus, embryo. This continuity is what makes gazing into the mirror so astounding as we see our youth peering back at us. So what are we exactly? Is the body a collection of specialized cells, a fluid continuum composed mostly of water with permeable membranes on the biomolecular scaffolds of the system, an electromagnetic field, a quantum field, all of these at once? That might explain things like the positive benefits of acupuncture, shamanic healing, and various psi phenomena, which do not fit with a worldview that only views the body as a cellular entity. Our organic parts eventually will recycle into the inorganic elements of the planet, both interactive and complementary parts of Gaia. If we want to venture to the realm of particle physics in this exploration, then the 30 elementary particles come into play as well. Leptons, neutrinos, mesons, quarks, taus, gluons, and bosons do their complex dance within the is-it-a-wave-or-particle-energy-or-matter dualities of the quantum world.
within the space-time fabric of the universe with all its marvels and restless energies, I am aware. My individual brain seems to give rise to my unique mind, yet all those cells, molecules, atoms, and quantum particles remind me that I don't just live on this planet in a vast universe, but rather I am the planet and I am the universe, the whole shebang of self-organizing, complex, emergent quantum foam. Perhaps my consciousness arises the same way a radio works, by filtering all the vast info out there and transducing it <clears throat> into a more limited and usable awareness. Author Kessler coined the term holarchy, which is what we really are. No higher, lower, top, bottom, left, right, right, left. Depends on one's perspective, or rather what lens is one is viewing through. To say our body is a solid object, a community of cells, or an ocean of molecules. It's all of those and more. Thus, it is a holarchy. Think about the parable of the blind men and the elephant, each person describing a truth about the limited part he is feeling and perceiving. I am an expression of the universe and profoundly connected to all of it. If I can hold that awareness, then I am not imprisoned by the commonplace collective delusion that I am alone or disconnected. A full comprehension of reality demands nothing less. We are separate entities, and we are one with it all, both interdependent and impermanent. Think wave and ocean. My individual wave is very real and at the same time never ceases to be part of the larger ocean. While I do not elevate science as the only arbiter of truth, clearly metaphysics has its esteemed place in making sense of it all, my intuition itself a viable, credible path to knowledge, whispers that mystery holds an important role in life's consciousness evolution, calling forth both curiosity and creativity, two stolid pillars of survival. This is not wild intellectual terrain, but rather the very ground that supports me and my growth as a human. I've spoken before in these podcast musings about how habits, while energy efficient, can make everyday wonders invisible because we become so accustomed. Like morning mist before the rising sun, may I dissolve into embodying both my pure planetness and my luminous universality for the benefit of all beings. May I constantly be surprised by the random possibilities in every moment. Today is a brand new day. I've never seen it before. Thanks, as always, for listening. And remember, friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org. Take that extra step and send this along to a friend or family member and encourage them to check it out.